Boom, coming in hot, Kitty. What's going on, brother? What's up, man? Grinding along today at the NFL draft tomorrow. We can get in. We'll get into that in a little while. I, I, uh, I saw a cool picture. Three cool dudes, two Jersey dudes, and a pit pit dude last night. Who were you with? Dude, we went out last night with my man Nicky Cast, Nick Cassano, and uh, and D Rowe. Man, we had we had a nice little dinner. We're at this place called Frank and Anthony's. Yeah, I looked up, up the menu. Boda. I was like, "This has got to be this got to be a good Italian menu." I looked it up, dude. <laughs> dude, it was so good. The menu was so good. What do we have? We split like big pork chop. D Rowe got these two big pork chops. I saw the pork also, chops. Oh yeah, and like this also like this like chicken dish was incredible. It was awesome. Did you get any of those? I saw they have like three different types of meatballs for appetizers. Did you get any of those? Did you get what you you guys didn't get like a I big sure, hot dude, antipasto or I something? Sure, dude, he came out with a big charcuterie board of like and yeah, like freaking, you know, the mozzarella. You know, it was a true Italian plate. <laughs> yeah, it was like, it looked good. I felt like Michael Corleone was about to walk out the back. <laughs> oh, see now you have perspective. You have perspective, Lee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Drop the gun. Bro, it's so funny, man. Like, you talk about me and D-Row being irrelevant with Nikki Cass. Dude, people were – everyone was coming up to Nikki like, hey, man, can I get a picture? Really? Can I get a picture? Are you serious? Yeah, know, dude, they didn't even know who me and D-Row were. Dude, have you seen – can I tell – there's two – the two funniest things that he does that I am so locked in on. He does his no, his noni, his, his grandfather, when he puts that, like, yeah. filter on. And he's so like, you're going to do it a pep. He's like, that's hysterical. But when he does – like the volunteer assistant head coach stuff. No. Like he goes in his backyard and he's like, listen, you he sounds like every jerk coach. <laughs> I, you know, like the volunteer assistant on your college Dude, baseball team. Yes. No offense. I'm sure there's some good ones out there. But some of these dudes, man, forget it. Forget it. And he 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 says the terminology that I forgot. You know, it's like Come on, let's go. You ready? And he, and he like fakes the pitch. Good, good. Hey, Timmy, you gotta you gotta pay attention. What I, I can't even I can't even do it justice. You gotta go to his page if you guys haven't seen Nikki. His his baseball stuff crack it just cracks me up so Bro, much. He is so funny. Like yeah. even last night, dude, we had some great laughs, man. He is so funny, such a good dude. And dude, like I I love what he's doing. Like he is really into the you know getting the business side of it too which is pretty cool man he's just it was a, it was a great great um great dinner and d dude d was like had some great stories about the wbc oh cool and, oh yeah dude it was really cool like just about like having to make decisions and the game against venezuela when the place was just rocking oh, in right. miami and then turner hit the grand slam you know i don't know man That's it was so just good. cool to hear d stuff and then and, and like i said you know, Nick's got great. We're just a great, great kid. Great yeah. stuff. It was a great. It was a great. It was a great meal, dude. Really quick. It's so funny to talk about like the graduate assistants or like the you know the one coach. We had this one coach and uh and uh I'm uh, he'll remain uh, nameless because I don't want to <laughs> bury him. But yeah. dude, he was like, he was like our head coach's like nephew or something. And and we're like. Does this guy not even know baseball? So, dude, he gets out there to throw one day. You know, you got the turtle, you know, the big turtle, but, you know, you get ready to hit, get ready to hit, and you got the backstop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and he's throwing in my group. I'm, you know, every time, whenever you see him throwing in your group, you're like, ah, frick. You know, we got yeah, you know, yeah. the GM. So, anyway, the Chinch, he hit the top of the turtle throwing BP. Stop. <laughs> I swear to God, dude. And, like, 
Coach Atkins, it was like, all right, all right. He's like, Coach Atkins hadn't thrown BP, our head coach, ever. Oh, God. He had to come out and throw BP. He's like, that's it. You're out of here. Oh, I'm my God. BP, so. <laughs> I had one guy. This, every, okay. yeah, no, yeah, oh, my yeah, God. Yeah. My sophomore year, I, man, I actually want to say this guy's name because I could not stand him. <laughs> he, was, <laughs> he was my junior year. And uh, my, I told you, my, my, the guy that recruited me, my head coach, retired after my sophomore year so my junior year somebody else came in to be to be a head coach and this this one guy i'm 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 walking he was a little man uh and i'm walking up to the plate for like a big hat bat it was the first week and and at the time i was having trouble with something so i was like i had my stance was a little weird because i was just working something out and i'm walking up to the plate and a guy goes hey chinch i go what he goes you can't hit like that and I'm literally walking up for an event. <laughs> the guy was not there, I don't think, for very much longer. But, like, can you imagine if, like, you were walking out and, you're, and like, Chili Davis was your hitting coach? He's like, you're never going to get a hit like that, Sean. And you're going up to face, like, Randy Johnson in, like, the seventh inning of the game. Anyway. Dude, I got – dude, I can now, – now now you got me. Oh, I good, got a good, great good. story. I got a great <clears> – I got a great story with that. 2007, dude, I come out the gates. I am literally a construction cone. You can put a construction code in the batter's box. It's doing exactly what I'm doing. I'm terrible, right? <laughs> and and so um, I'm like, you know, I'm I'm just analyzing my bats. Like, man, what am I doing wrong? Am I not seeing the ball well? Am I swinging at you know at the right pitches? Am I hunting the fastball? I'm like, I'm I'm, I'm so mechanical at the time. You know, I'm out front of the ball. It's like I remember facing uh, this one pitcher for uh, uh, for the Twins. I'm um, you know, for the Blue Jays. Bases loaded freaking like no outs and i popped up to the infield it was like yeah. okay dude like this is ridiculous it was like the last straw so that night i'm driving home bro and i'm like you know what i'm like i'm being too passive i am not being aggressive enough i am not being aggressive i was like that's it so i'm driving back you know pulling out of detroit past about four drug deals on the way to the highway like literally <laughs> like i'm in a, i'm in a lexus i'm like this is a bad neighborhood right here We're back in 2006 by comerica park it was like drug dealer yeah. central so I'm on my way home, and I'm like, all right, tomorrow's the day, bro. Tomorrow's the day. All out aggressiveness. Mm-hmm. Swing into first pitch hack and get it done no matter what. Here we go. So, boom, the next day I wake up. And this is true. I, I get up at like 10 o'clock. My boys are outside. They're like three and four at the time. Andrew, Jake, they're playing like wiffle ball. I'm like, I, I like jump in their game. Like, I just come in like not even like I'm their dad. Like, I'm their buddy. I'm like, that's it. Give me a couple swings. I'm, in, I'm launching balls into like over the freaking house. I'm like, go get it, kids. You know, because I'm just like so – I've never been so excited to get to the yard. I was like, I can't wait. <laughs> so, boom, I drive to the yard that day. I'm so excited. Get into BP Chinch. I don't think I hit one ball in play. Every ball I hit was a, a home run. Nice. I was crushing balls. Just launch, boom. I'm like, this is going to be the greatest day. I, I figured it out. I finally figured it out. So, I'm getting ready to go. Um, I'm getting ready to go out for the first pitch. And Curtis Granderson and I usually go out there. We're out there first. And the only guy in the dugout's Leland. Right? Mm-hmm. Leland's there early having a couple heaters. You know, he's full – Full uni, bro. Spikes it. He has spikes on. <laughs> I know that's amazing. That's amazing. Incredible. It's spikes on. So I'm about to run out to the sprint, and Leland's like, "Hey, Case." He's like, uh, "I talked to you real quick." I'm like, "Yeah, what's up, Skip?" So I come back in. He's like, "Hey, listen, I've been scouting Sean Casey for a long time. Nine years. I've been scouting for a long time." He goes, "The Sean Casey I know is patient." No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, dude, we're 15 minutes before game time. I'm like. Patient. So he's like, yeah, he's like, I think you're, I think you're swinging, you're being a little too aggressive. And I was like, and I, all I could think in my mind was, is 
this guy watching the same game <laughs> that I'm watching because I'm me and I know that I'm not being aggressive. I know I'm being too passive, but it's so so I'm like, okay, he's like, tonight I think you need to take a couple pitches. Oh man! Oh my, oh my god! So chance jump oh, about like that guy saying to you like, how are you gonna hit like that? So dude, I go out. I'm like first to bat. I'm just, it just deflated me. So, <laughs> so I'm like first first to bat. I take the first pitch, strike one. I'm down 0-2 quickly. So I'm like, oh my god! So next thing you know, last at bat in the eighth, punch out. 0 for five, two punch outs. I'm literally oh. hitting like a buck. One one ten. Okay. I go over. I go over to the water cooler. I'm just literally. I want to quit baseball. I go to the water <laughs> cooler. I'm getting the water. Pack of Marlboro like hits me in the face. It's Leland right next to me. He's like, he's right in my face, dude. Like he's serious too. He goes, if you ever, ever take my advice on hitting again, I'm sending your ass to Double A. <laughs> What'd you say? <laughs> I got no idea what I'm talking about. He goes, <laughs> I was over August as a player one time in the minor leagues. And then he walked off. Oh my God, that is hysterical. That <laughs> and is I was so... like, oh my God, it's incredible. And I, I had so much more respect for him. For me. Like, <laughs> here I am, a career, yeah. career yeah. 300 hitter. I'm, try- I'm going to figure it out. And it, you know, he tells me to be patient. I throw the worst day of my career. <laughs> You ever take my advice on him again? Terrifying. I'm sending your ass double A. That's great. Did you laugh? Did you smile? Or did yeah, you, you didn't know smiling. what to do? Yeah, I was like, oh. I was like, no, I started smiling. That's incredible. That's so good. Hey, one caveat to my story before. There was no knock against my head coach. My second head coach was great, too, Mick. I just, me and this other guy were two short Italian people, and it's like putting two two cats in a burlap sack together. That's why they didn't get along with that. Two cats in a burlap sack. <laughs> oh, God. So anyway. Good. Oh, that is really good. All right, where else are we going? I'm grinding, dude. I'm grinding this week. The draft is upon us, and I haven't worked on NFL draft since, I don't know, 2006. 2006. Really? Yeah, before I went to uh, full-time with baseball, when I was with, like, uh, Cole Pete's and stuff. But good thing is I got Trey. Trey Wingo is one of our guys at the 3013. Oh, that's great. I forgot. For the past, like, 24 years, Trey Wingo has been doing the NFL draft for ESPN, which is pretty intense and crazy. Dude, is, is, is he not at ESPN anymore? No, he's not. He's got 19 jobs. Just look him up on Twitter. He's got a Caesar Sportsbook. He's worth us. He's, he's got the greatest life ever. Dude, I'll, I'll say this. I don't know if he listens or not, but I'll say, dude, he lives in Hawaii right now. He's living in Hawaii, Okay. Trey Wingo's, this, this is no secret because we go on a 30-30 team site. It's usually like, you know, this guy, Ari Murrow, who's great. He's one of the biggest up-and-coming insiders. And he's like in a compound, in a box, just grinding out info. And Trey is just sitting there. He's got like a, a captain's hat on. And the background is like the four seasons. The other day, we're doing, we're doing a show. And I'm like... Wait, that doesn't look like uh, your office, your house. And he's like, oh, no, we try to come to the Four Seasons for breakfast at least a few times a week. And I'm like, this guy has the greatest life. But well-deserving, man. Well-deserving. Living his best life. Yes. Where does he live? He lives in Hawaii right now. I mean, he has a place in, I believe, Connecticut or something like that. I don't want to speak out of school. But, but wow. I mean, like I said, it's obvious it's in, in Hawaii. <laughs> you can't hide that from, awesome. from the, the clips. But That's awesome. He told, he told me a crazy story. He said this on a record. When when they used to prep at ESPN for the draft, think about it. It's reality television. You don't know which team's going to draft where and what. You know, we 
you know, at the network, we didn't, we'd rehearse some things and whatever. They would do, they would do uh, virtual mock drafts and do entire like three hour shows, like the week leading up to the draft with all the draft variations. Like, so the first draft, the first day, let's just say you, you were at the network for a week and you were doing that. They literally ran through the first round over and over with teams making trades with teams and like kind of just kind of like trying to get themselves pretty impressive dude i always wondered how they yeah. did that just, just to make sure any scenario sounds every like scenario sounds like the navy seal going in to give osama bin laden <laughs> it's exactly the same thing <laughs> same of course <laughs> oh my god dude, have, you, have you ever seen that documentary on when they when they talked about going in and get them and they said like they to, they had you know when they went in to get Osama bin Laden. I'm pivoting here, obviously. No, no, no I like this. I like this. But dude, they were talking <laughs> about the, the seals were going over. Went they trained for months with every scenario possible, knowing that they had to come into the compound. And one of them was that if the copter crashed, you know what would they do? Right. And it turns out, bro, the copter crashed right. when they're going in. Ugh. They had to blow it. They had to burn it, blow it up. And then all get in the other copter to get out of there, but but yeah. they had they had practice for it, so Ugh. it's incredible. Dude, two things. One, first of all, the the, the amazing thing to me is you, you ever see that picture? There's a picture of like yeah. the Pentagon in the White House. They have that room where like Obama and like the whole staff they were watching it live yeah. on those like you know those those dark video cameras, whatever. And there's a picture of them watching when it happened, and it's like it's an unbelievable shot. Imagine you're sitting there, you're watching, you, you put these people, you know, they've put themselves in the harm's way, and that's why we're the greatest military in the effing right. world. Right. <laughs> but the second part about that is Sebastian Maniscalco has a has a bit that he used to do. Oh my god, I fall down laughing. Do you remember remember in Star Wars where uh uh C three PO got all broken up? And, and and Chewbacca's like carrying him in like a backpack. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sebastian's going on about how great that stuff, and he's like, and he tells a he makes his own he tells a whole skit about what it must have been like that night to get Bin Laden. He goes, if I could have been there, oh my god, I would have paid all my money for one of the guys to put me in a backpack and me just like hanging behind him, going, where are we going now? Where are we going? You you gonna get him? Where are <laughs> the way he, the way he, his mannerisms are so funny, I cracked up every time. <laughs> Anyway, so great. So great. Yeah. I've been I've been meaning to oh go 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 ahead go ahead no go 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 no I've been meaning to get more into watching some of those some of those like Navy SEALs training documentaries uh, and like the well, the uh, Green Beret there's a Green Beret one out right now I gotta find it I, I just heard about it and I haven't tracked yeah. it down Delta, yet Delta Force yeah. oh, Delta remember, did you ever see Delta Force the movie with uh oh with uh, Chuck Norris with the, no yeah, Chuck, Chuck Norris yeah, dude back in the day when I was like nine. He had like some sort of special motorcycle in that. I wanted to be in a Delta Force. That was my goal in life. It's oh my funny. god, it's so funny, dude! That's so funny. Yeah. Um, one other thing, I was uh, I don't know. I'm really going off tangents. There's not much news today, chip? folks. Just remember so you all know. Chips. chips. Well, I love chips. chips. I loved it. Dude, Ponch and John. Absolutely. I just remember what on the show one time, Ponch. He went. He got in a motorcycle accident, and I just remember that we always ate. You know, we had always had dinner at the table. I remember the next night, my dad's like, you know, you say, you know, you know, dear Jesus, we love you and thank you for loving us. That was our Casey prayer. Yeah. Short and simple, let's eat. And then, and then, uh, and then I remember going, I want to pray for Ponch today. <laughs> he got a motorcycle accident last week on the show. And like, I remember my parents being like, all right, let's pray, pray for Ponch. 
Oh, man. It's so funny when you're a kid and you take things so seriously. You ever see Beastmaster? The original. Oh, dude, yeah. One of, yeah. The, one of my favorite movies also Classic. growing up. Do you know I used to cry? I used to cry every time. You know how he had those little two, those two little ferrets that would steal for him? Yeah. If you, yeah. I'm going real deep into the movie Beastmaster. No, I know, yeah. But they were about to kill him, and there was like this big fire pit, and they were going to kill the Beastmaster. But the two ferrets jumped on this one guy. I, you guys can see the movie. I'm not ruining it. When, when the ferrets jumped on the one guy, they dragged him into the fire pit. And I used to cry every time because the ferrets died. <laughs> I used to cry. And then it's like a hard, macho movie. My father would be like, the, it's not real ferrets. The ferrets didn't <laughs> die in the movie. It's, it's just a movie. <laughs> I, every time I cried. Every like, time. Say, Don't yell at me, Dad. Don't yell at me. <laughs> yeah. Oh what movies do you cry Dude, yeah. at? What movies do you cry at? Uh, I cried at, uh, what are some of the movies I cried at? I got a weird one. I got a weird one. Baseball related. I cry every time. And it's the weirdest. Uh, oh, wait, reason. the natural? No. The scene <laughs> in the league of their own where Dottie and her sister see each other in a locker room <laughs> and they're going their separate ways because, oh, yeah. you know, like the season's over, the, the other sister won whatever. That just gets me all the time. Cause, you know, my brother's six years older than me, and I was like his younger brother. We played baseball. I sit there, and I look like a little baby. I cry. <laughs> I cry in that scene. And it's the dumbest scene. It doesn't. They're not even really saying anything. I'm just looking at the relationship between the two sisters <laughs> and relating yeah. it to myself. I'm sure a lot of people cry during that. During that. <laughs> yeah. No. I got, I got one other thing to talk about documentaries. I, yesterday, I went Wait, to tell me what you cry on quick. What, what do you cry? Give me one thing you cry. All the time. When you see it. Titanic. <laughs> Rocky Four when he's going through the tunnel, he's like, "Yeah, <laughs> avenge Apollo's death." There's no easy way out. Is that what he's- you can't win, Rock? Oh. There's no shortcut. Oh. <laughs> I can't believe Adrian was in The Godfather too. I was like, "That's Adrian. oh my god, dude, that's like her best role. That's a bigger. She was better than that. She don't even talk. She's um, oh my god. By the way, Pete and Sebastian were talking about Rocky. He 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 brought. <laughs> He, his little daughter, Pete's daughter, he watched the entire Rocky, loved it. Says so she watches it every morning when she wakes up. She watches the original Rocky, and his daughter's like six. And Sebastian was like, "What did she think of it?" And he goes, "She was just very confused by how dumb Rocky was." <laughs> and he's like, "And I try to explain to her. He's like, oh, he starts reading more, and he gets better on as the, as, the, as Rocky two and Rocky three. And he's like, I just forget about it. Anyway, sorry. Documentaries, you're going. He gets smarter. He gets smarter. Oh my God. <laughs> he does." Dude, so yesterday I went I went into the city yesterday to get this um this MRI by this company called Pre Nuvo. So you go in to no radiation MRI and you get like it, they can scan fit, they can detect fifty different cancers that might be building in your body. It's an, it's a new it's a new MRI. It's incredible. I mean, so I went there. I went there. You know, I just like precaution. You know, like hey, listen, might as well get ahead of that stuff. You know, whatever. So I went to that, and you know, you're sitting in the MRI for 65 minutes, dude. They strap you in like you're freaking uh, Hannibal Lecter. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> and the guy put the thing on your face. But dude, they put this thing on your face. <clears throat> it turns out it's these 3D goggles for like, like you can watch a documentary on Netflix. What? <clears throat> so yeah, so I so I picked one. I end up watching Elon Musk. I think it's called the Space Between or in, into space or something about about his SpaceX stuff, bro incredible i only got through it I, I didn't want it to end the mri the guy's like two more minutes i was like hey man that's fun that's unbelievable that they do that now yeah. when i when i yeah. when i uh 
had recovered from can- cancer, I used to have to take PET scans for a similar concept. Tie yeah. you, strap <clears> you down. <throat> used to strap me down this way. And you, you, you weren't allowed to move. That's the worst thing about those things. If you move, things start, yeah. they're going to start it all over. There's all hours. <sighs> and yeah. I, I used to just try to go to sleep because I'm also, I'm not claustrophobic, but I don't like being held down. Like, right. I just, I can't take it. That was tough. I got to a point I used to have to take him so much, I used to fall asleep and I think, but dude, if I could watch a movie, I would love that. It was incredible. <laughs> That's amazing. It was incredible. What a wonderful it. It was, idea. It was, yeah. It That's really awesome. a great idea that takes all, that takes a lot of the stress out of having to do those things. What a, Bro, I, I had never heard of it. Of, I didn't want I didn't want to come out of it. I was like, hey, five more minutes. I was like, give me five. I was like, uh, you know, do my right ear, left ear, five more minutes. I go to great part of the documentary. Yeah, dude, pre-Nuvo, it's, a, it's an incredible thing. It's like I said, it's a brand new MRI machine that di- that um, can can detect early, wow. early detection. Anything that's going on in your whole body, it can detect up to 50 different cancers. Holy strong, cool. holy. I got to get yeah. in there. I got to hop in one yeah, of those check it out. Right in the city, dude, 34th Street, 12th. That's right. We're just well. I won't say where. I won't say. Yeah. Close to where yeah, this get works. In there. Get in there, <laughs> um, Awesome, dude. All right. So you are on with H. H. Harry Reynolds yeah, I'm tonight. On, I'm on tonight, six to seven thirty with Harry Reynolds and Adnan, baby. Yeah. You got any breakdowns? You want to? You want to? Yeah. Preview? Uh, yeah. I'm gonna, I was gonna do. I was gonna do a breakdown today on like Juan Soto, just you know, kind of grinding, and I was just gonna make the point that sometimes as hitters, you know, when you're when you're struggling, you get so mechanical that you forget about getting visual. Like you got to get visual. Like really, it's about you seeing the ball, seeing it better, seeing it earlier and later. And like even the best players in the game can get mechanical, where they're like, you know, not they don't get out of where they need to go because they're not as visual. That's the demo I'm going to do tonight. Just kind of get in the mind of it, getting in the mind of a hitter. I love it. I really do love that. All right, cool. I'll be watching. Maybe, probably not. Okay. Uh, <laughs> no, you, won't, you won't be. You won't be. <laughs> I'll watch. It. I like watching. It. It's like when people say that you said it the other day. When people, oh, I really love your show. No, you don't. You love the clips that are that are <laughs> that are awesome. Yeah, our awesome boy does anyway. Uh, what, dude, one 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 big news that I did see is Verlander set to do a rehab assignment big on time. Friday, coming back for the Mets. So that's yeah. a that's a big one. And they're already um, good. They're pretty good. Yeah, the Mets getting back. Yeah, they're good. Yeah, they've lost a couple in a row, but that that division yeah. that the Braves are really good. So it'll be interesting to see. So they they need Verlander bad, which. They sure, they've done a couple times, so yeah. So, all right, all right, cool. Get after right, it today, bro. man. We'll catch up again tomorrow. All right, man. You too, Chinchy. Love you, brother, and Love. everyone out there. Thanks for listening. Really appreciate it, and uh, we'll see everybody tomorrow.